Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 164 of the Big Boo Cast. How are y'all? So glad. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about this past weekend of college football excitement, particularly about the SEC championship game. We're also going to talk about our favorite orders at Chipotle, which turns out has never really come up in this particular podcast before and Melanie's also gonna tell us about a new moisturizer that she has discovered that she loves a lot there's just so much excitement around that fact before we get to all of that though I just want to remind y'all that if you're doing a little holiday shopping this year and just thinking you know I wonder I wonder what Melanie and Sophie would recommend a couple of things we did two gift guide episodes in November, you can always go back and refer to those, and you can always get our Amazon shop, which is at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. That's amazon.com slash shop slash big boo for some of our very favorites that you can find there. As always, we're so glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy episode 164. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And it has been a weekend full of college football developments. It, I mean, you couldn't have had more developments, I don't think, in a weekend of, of college football with all the championship games and the coaching carousel. And whatnot. Yes. And etc. and add-on and <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> yes. Um, so probably the first and biggest thing that we both, I I think we'd agree on was just the SEC championship game, LSU versus Georgia. And yes, Joe Burrow decided he was just going to show out pretty much. I mean, it, it really was like, by the time we got to the third quarter of that game, I was a little bit like, we get it, Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. We get it. You're, you're phenomenal. We get it. Nobody, the the question isn't even if you get the Heisman, it's, do you get a hundred percent of the vote? Because I don't Mm -hmm. know who else you even give it to. He is phenomenal. I've never seen somebody come into their own like that over the course of one season. It's, he's just incredible. Here's what I thought about yesterday as I watched the game. And I know I am no expert on these matters, but this is what occurred to me. I have Mm -hmm. never never seen anybody run faster out of a scramble. So a play just goes completely bust. He's ducking, bobbing, and weaving to get around linemen. But when he starts his forward progress, it is... He's so fast off the blocks. Like, mm-hmm. he, he just, his his speed is remarkable. It, it's something else. It really is. And I mean, but here's the thing that I noticed, and 
noticed you tweeted something to this thing. There was a moment in the first quarter when he went to throw a pass and he had time to eat lunch before he threw that pass. You could have won Mississippi that thing all the way to 56 Mississippi. Like, yeah, like that line blocked for him like nobody's business. I thought, well, he has time. I mean, he could lay down, take a nap and then decide to look up and see if he had a receiver open. It was incredible. He had time to call someone out from the stands allow them to get on the field, (laughs) remove one of his players, dismiss them to the sidelines, and throw to the audience member. I mean, he had so much time. They did. They blocked for him like crazy. It was crazy. And then, but I'm going to tell you this, and you know that I love Jake Fromm. And I know that you love Jake Fromm. I do. I mean, I do. I think he is a great kid. I think he's a talented player. I do not think he had his best day of football yesterday but I'm going to tell you who Georgia needed to put in was that girl that did the Dr. Pepper <gasps> halftime challenge I was she so made like all proud of, those. of her I was crazy proud of her I mean her accuracy I was like girlfriend has been home practicing she's been in Waco throwing into a barrel because she was from uh Baylor but it was incredible her accuracy her motion was totally jacked up like it was absolutely <laughs> the way it was she- a check Yes, the way she threw the ball was really questionable, but she had she had mastered it. It was something else. She won that thing decisively. I mean, it was no question. Mm -mm. It was it was no question. I felt sorry for that guy next to her. I was like, she's been practicing. She had that sucker down. It was impressive because usually people I feel like make maybe three of those at the most. Well, she I'm I'm with you. She she had found out some specs. She had set up a mock like throwing event in her backyard and she had worked at it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She really had. So um, I thought that was pretty impressive, but I will say that the whole thing, because I think nobody can dispute that Georgia has one of the best defenses in the country. Right. And the fact that LSU was able to carve them up the way they did. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say I felt infinitely better about the A&M LSU game. If anything else, it was a balm to my Aggie soul to be like, well, what, I mean, what shot do the rest of us have really? I mean, if they could do this to Georgia's defense, I mean, what hope do the rest of us have? Yeah, they're, they're really, they're a special team kind of top to bottom. They're something else. And yeah, I'm going to tell you what I loved, because you know how I love this whole mentality. Um, was at the end of the game when when Joe, the, Joe Burrow was talking to the CBS reporter. And I can't remember what she asked him, but he said something about, he was talking about Coach O, and he said, um, if you don't want to go fight for that man, like... <laughs> Essentially, mm-hmm. you need to um, you need to examine yourself, but but that yeah. he would go to war for him at any point in time, you know that sort of mentality between a coach and his players is like mm-hmm. a, a like somebody sticks an injection of endorphins into the top of my skull. It makes me yeah. so happy. Yeah. So yeah. that well, dynamic is awesome. O- I mean, here's the thing that worked out. And I've heard during the game, they said that Coach O said that Joe Burrow was the most important player that's ever come to LSU, When, which when you consider the players that have come out of LSU, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a pretty bold statement. But I thought for Joe Burrow, you think Coach O took a chance on him Yeah. when you didn't really know what he was going to be. I mean, it was it was a big question mark. And so that I'm going to say that gamble paid off. I, I would say it did, yes. And he just mm-hmm. got better as the as the year went on. You know, I mean, he just got better and yeah. better with every game. 
Yeah, he really did. He really did. I'm going to tell you somebody who really took it hard, uh, and I think it was the first quarter, is uh, Kirby Smart when uh, he went to chest bump one of his players. Did you see? Wait, I don't think I saw this. Oh, you're going to need to go back and look. It was they thought that Georgia had gotten an interception or had gotten a turnover that ended up being recalled. But Kirby Smart came running at one of his players and they went to do the jump in like the chest bump. And I'm going to say the player got about four feet of air. Kirby Smart got approximately six inches of air <laughs> and was completely knocked over. It was, oh, no. And that, mean, like, that was your metaphor for the day. It really was. I thought this sums up the game right here. This this pretty much sums it up. But it's it's priceless internet material. Well, I will also say of Joe Burrow at the end of the game in his interview, at least for the first 30 seconds or so, he sounded like he was straight out of New Orleans. He sounded he like, like just the way he was saying his words. I thought, oh, South Louisiana has rubbed off, off on you, Joe Burrow. He sounded mm-hmm. like he had he had grown up somewhere, I don't know, around Ascension Parish down there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it tickled me. I thought because yeah. he he did what you have to do, I think, to to do well anywhere, but particularly in Baton Rouge, is you have to just immerse yourself in that culture and go with it. Yep. Yep. And I'll tell you another winner for the day was his okay. mom, because oh. at one point they went to his parents or they like showed them in the stands and Caroline was sitting there and she goes, well, that's a really cute mom. And I thought, oh. well, I know if you've got a 16 year old girl saying you're a really cute mom, I don't, I don't really know that there's higher praise than that. She is a cute mom. I agree with you. She Caroline. is a cute mom. <clears throat> it, well, yeah. it, was, it was not a great game in the sense of it wasn't close. It wasn't suspenseful, but it was still fun to watch because I feel like yeah. LSU wanted to make a statement about being the number one seed in the playoffs. And I feel like they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to send out now, and I mean no offense, but I just want to go ahead and lift up thoughts and prayers to Oklahoma, um, <laughs> because I must say I don't think that's going to turn out well for you. I mean, I may be wrong, and and y'all have overcome a lot of odds, um, and that Oklahoma Baylor game was very close and very exciting, and it went to overtime. But I just I I don't feel good about it. I feel like the real question is, will it be Clemson or Ohio State that LSU ends up playing? Mm. Well, I feel I feel like whoever LSU ends up playing, they're going to give whoever it is a run for the money. No doubt. Mm-hmm. So out of Clemson and Ohio State, do you have any thoughts? About about LSU playing them or about those teams in particular? No, about those two. Who do you think is going to win out of that matchup? Well, I'm feeling a little partial to Clemson right now because one of our players at our school who Alex adores just committed to Clemson two days ago. Okay. So well, there you have between it. the fact that we currently have a student on Clemson's team, team, mm-hmm. and then that um, our current player committed to Clemson, I feel like I, we're gonna we're gonna root for them, just not as much as we're gonna root for LSU. So yeah. So you know, I do think LSU and Clemson will be a would be a great game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think LSU and Ohio State would be a great game too. I just I think yeah. LSU showed yesterday especially that they can do what they need to do defensively you know I mean yeah Georgia scored three points yeah I, I, I mean I, that's uh, mm-hmm. yeah they ended up with 10 they did, oh, end they up did with it. 10. you're right they did they had a touchdown they did. In, the, in the but it was it was it was what I call a touchdown in garbage time you know like it <laughs> nobody was filled with hope by that touchdown at the end I remember no, watching no. the the guy run off the, the field and everybody was just kind of like yay I mean yeah yeah 
There you go. Um, but now the big news during halftime of the LSU Georgia game was something that I it it, it is it continues actually to bring me more joy than I would have ever expected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is the news that the next head coach of <laughs> the Ole Miss Rebels, our dear friends, the Land Sharks, um, is going to be none none other than Lane Kiffin. Now, I have. I have so many happy thoughts about this. Uh, listen. It's if any two entities felt destined for each other, it feels destined. like this has been, it has feels like the, everything has led to this, right? Yes. It's led mm-hmm. up to this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's worthy of, I don't know what they're planning for his press conference tomorrow, but an original song by Celine Dion would, <laughs> would certainly seem appropriate <laughs> and meaningful. Um, I don't, I don't know. Or one of those like Olympic kind of theme songs, you know, like Mm -hmm. from this moment on or, or one moment in time, but something about a moment, it really, it really needs to happen. I I thought the ramp up to it. And I told you what what night was that? Was that Friday night when I told you and I said, Hey, Lane Kiffin's going to be the next head coach at Ole Miss. Yeah, you did. Like I felt it deep in my bones, but yeah, yeah. But listen, the the swagger of Elaine Kiffin mm-hmm. um, paired with the the deep desire of the Ole Miss program to to reclaim some of the glory from um, say the fifties and sixties. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about those two forces that I feel like. I, for one, cannot wait to sit back and see how this plays out. And I say that as a Mississippi State fan, but uh, but I'm I'm going to tell you something. As somebody who grew up in the state of Mississippi and all its football dysfunction, like we had so much mm-hmm. football dysfunction, this feels right. This feels yeah. It <laughs> this feels. Does. I don't know what it decision, does. what other decision they could have made. This feels right. This feels like something that mm-hmm. I I want to support from a from from my distance as a Mississippi State fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't wait to see how he goes about leading this program. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how the fans respond to him. I can't wait to see the hype videos for the games. And I told you yesterday when we were texting about it, like, I love any big personality that comes into the SEC. Absolutely. Or that comes back into the SEC. And mm-hmm. so, I don't know. I think it's just going to be fascinating and delightful. I- I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him coaching his first game wearing a seersucker suit on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just totally playing in. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't introduce him tomorrow with, come on, ride the train. (laughs) You know, like. Well, the fact that that the the whole lane train thing started getting some momentum Friday, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But the fact Mm -hmm. that all their social media stuff yesterday was like all aboard. Um, that makes me feel like we've really got something here we're going to lean into hard. Um, we're going to continue to, this is going to, this is going to be maybe our first branding initiative with Lane Kiffin as the head coach. I'm just, I'm thrilled about it. Now, some of the state fans are not thrilled because they're like, (laughs) so we won the egg bowl, but they, they just upgraded in a big time way with their coach. Here's what I say. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. That's Okay. Because this is gonna, this is gonna reap some some 
some expected and some unexpected dividends for all of us who enjoy college football. So as just a fan of the game, I am very carried away with it. And as a Mississippi State fan, I'm like, oh, I will. I will sit back and watch this unfold. Yes, I will. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be because I think it's like you said, I mean, to me, just looking forward to July for like SEC media days when you've got Lane Kiffin and Coach O and Jimbo Fisher. I mean, you've got so many and Saban, you've got all these big personalities and it just it'll be a delight. Well, I thought yesterday I thought, okay, what about the Ole Miss Alabama game in 2020? Because yeah. Kiffin trolls Saban. Like, he... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't know. There's maybe... I don't know if there's bad blood there. I don't have any... I don't have any inside information about that. No. But, but it's just it's the, something. the built-in rivalry of, of him coming in. The history mm-hmm. that he already has with some of these coaches. The history he has with the SEC. The history yeah. he has with the University of Tennessee. I mean, it's yeah. just... It's... I saw the the headline in the Clearing and Ledger, which is the Jackson paper this morning. Ole Miss hiring Lane Kiffin is a risk and a power move. And that's exactly oh, it. That's like exactly, yeah. It's both mm-hmm. those things. Yeah, because you could look back in two or three years and go, that was brilliant. Or you could go, that was a disaster of epic proportions. <laughs> that was utterly enjoyable to watch. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was a beautiful. So all we need now is if only Arkansas could manage to hire Mike Leach. I feel like <laughs> I love football. This is no secret. I love the game, but I love the off the field stuff almost as much. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love the, I love following the coaches. I love the, I don't know. I love the, the drama of, of the whole thing. I, I just, it's something that I enjoy keeping up with. So for me, Kiffin at an SEC school, particularly at Ole Miss, it's like, oh, this is just another, a, a, another excellent storyline to get yeah. to follow. And, yeah. I, and I will say, like, I, I do think Ole Miss moved in swiftly with him. I think they moved in decisively with him. Mm-hmm. I think they knew what they wanted, and I think they went after it. And I think that's, especially in this day and age, that's what you have to do with the coaching search. You've got to go in strong and, um, and, I don't know that I think they come out looking pretty good on the other side of this thing to have had such a, 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 maybe not their best PR moment at the end of the egg bowl with everything that happened. I feel like this is a, this is a good rebound. Yeah. It it made a change. And I think, you know, it's funny with coaches because you look at like, I thought yesterday, I thought what Matt rule has done at Baylor is pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. Like, like in one season that he's turned it around to the point where they'll be playing. It looks like they're playing Georgia in the sugar bowl, um, which I feel like I, I don't want to wish this on Georgia, but I just feel like they're not going to show up inspired for the sugar bowl. I hope I'm yeah. wrong, but I, but you look and go, but you think he was a coach that everybody was like, yeah, that seems like a good choice, but you think he's done a phenomenal job. I just mm-hmm. think you never know. It's so much about it's what we've talked about is like, a coach and a fit with the team and the state and the fans and the whole thing. There's so many like unspoken dynamics there that you can't put on paper and figure out. Yeah. A ton of intangibles for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. did, did, so. did you notice yesterday? I woke up thinking about this for some reason. I felt like there were a lot of players on the turf. I felt like there was a lot of stretching. <laughs> like yes. I felt like there, Georgia had a lot of people go down with cramps I don't yeah. know. I was. I thought this is just. It's an odd time of year. I feel like you see that more when the weather's really hot. But it yeah. doesn't. It didn't seem like it was Georgia's best day, just in terms of everybody being healthy. 
No, I agree. They had a lot of injuries. Well, and one of their the, their wide receiver that went down, they came out today and said he tore his ACL. So it was, and it looked like when he went yeah. down, I was like, oh, he tore his ACL. Yeah, I mean, did. it was, it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going on yesterday. Well, and then Jake Fromm, I mean, he took a hard hit, but like he he tweaked his ankle. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was the turf. I don't know what was going on. Listen, the way he had his ankle taped so tightly, I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know that he could. It probably took him an hour to get out of the bandages. I mean, they had wrapped that thing up mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. he went down. But somebody, I think Gary at some point said, Gary Danielson, my favorite. Yeah. I think he said at some point that the, the turf was slippery or something. I don't know. But yeah, they, they, they were, were making, they were making, they were making some th- comments about the turf. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was, but the best to me was that for the, a few, just a few plays that we had Stetson Bennett, the fourth <laughs> come in yeah. to back up. Yeah. And I did laugh because I saw somebody tweeted. I wish I could take credit for this, but somebody said, if you are born and your name is Stetson Bennett, the fourth, you are born with a scholarship to play football <laughs> for Georgia. Like that's part of your delivery room package. Um, so that was the big news. I felt like it was interesting because I had on the Ohio State-Wisconsin game, and I really thought Ohio State, I was like, y'all are in trouble. I mean, it was mm-hmm. 21 nothing at the half, but boy, they, they came back. It was like somebody said, hey, y'all, this is an important game. You might want to show up, and then they did. Um, I know, and I was kind of hoping Wisconsin would – I mean, I knew they would be good. They are good, but I was kind of hoping yeah. that Wisconsin would have a better day against them. Yeah, I know. I kind of was too. It was because I just, I like when everything, here's the thing, when you don't have a dog in the hunt, really, you just right. like to see everything get thrown into complete chaos. You know, you kind of like just, let's just burn it all down and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, yeah, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Just everybody freaking out like, well, what do we do now? So, um, but I did just see, it looks like A&M is going to the Texas Bowl, which is really, I don't know if you know, one of their premier bowls. <laughs> so. Have they said where state's going yet? I have not seen where state. They had said state could have been the SEC team. I know they were thinking it was either going to be us or y'all in the Texas Bowl, but it looks like we got that one. Somebody um, said yesterday or day before in my office, they said, well, somebody's saying that y'all might go to the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. And I was like, oh, we've we've been there before. Yeah, I, I don't know. And then somebody said last night on the message boards that they were thinking we might go to the Music City Bowl in Nashville, which would be kind of fun. I mean, you know, yeah, just, that's easy. But yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, but it looks like we may be playing Oklahoma State, which I always enjoy getting to see Mike Gundy and his mullet on the sidelines. <laughs> so, you know, that's not a not a total loss. I always I always like Oklahoma State. I always I, they're always a default route for for me. Now, not against y'all, yeah. but. Yeah. But I always, I enjoy them as a, as a team. So yeah. is, is anything going on in our respective worlds that doesn't have to do with college football? We have any, any news or developments of any sort? Um, I, I have a couple of, have a couple of notes. Number one, I just want to say for the record that our Christmas lights are up on our house and they have been since Tuesday. Bless the Lord. How about yes. it? Oh. oh, Mississippi State and Virginia Tech in the Belk Bowl. Just FYI. Okay, where is the Belk Bowl in Charlotte? I think it's in Charlotte, but I will tell you, you need to follow Belk Bowl on Twitter because we played in the Belk Bowl last year and they are really funny on Twitter. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Okay, that's my... Okay, so so your Christmas light, Virginia Tech, that's a mean mm -hmm. matchup. Um, Yeah. But the ag schools will like each other. Um, Okay, so your Christmas lights are up. Our Christmas lights are up. 
Perry put them up with his guys, his landscape crew. We put the lights up. They look great. I'm really happy. So I just want to say that we had them up and it was by like December 2nd. And so that may be an all-time record for us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to get them up that early. Um, I was really pleased. And then I felt terrible because later that day he got all the lights up and then he was hit with a horrendous stomach bug. And you said to me last week that it was the first time in your marriage that Perry has had the stomach bug. First time since we've been together. So in 25 years, 25 years, like he was really trying to think back. He said he didn't think he'd thrown up since college. Like, I mean, that's, I know. And so it was one of those. And you know, when somebody in your, I mean, I immediately got out the bleach and started to bleach everything and then stayed far, far away from him. But you know how it is because you feel stomach bug is so once it hits, it's like it's going through everybody. I mm-hmm. mean, you feel like if you dodge that bullet. So it, and and of course, I get that hypochondriac, psychosomatic. So like, um, I ended up, I drove Caroline for a couple of reasons to soccer that night, and he was home sick in bed. And on the way home, she was like, "Can we stop and pick up Chipotle because I don't want to eat any food that's been in our house?" And yes. I said, "I totally, oh, well I totally, done. You taught totally her well. That. Yes, yes." And I said, I totally understand that. And so she was like, are you going to get anything? And I thought, you know what? Here's the problem. I really like Chipotle and I don't want that to be dead to me mm-hmm. if if the mm-hmm. stomach bug is going to come on me. So yeah. um, I came home and just ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich instead. That's some forethought. It really is because we had a discussion. Yeah. We had a discussion Thanksgiving. My sister-in-law Rose and Martha were here. And mm-hmm. um, and I did not cook a turkey. We've talked about that, how I don't want turkey. But and it's all because of the the unfortunate turkey soup episode several years ago. And Rose was talking about her feelings about chili, how drastically they have changed over time because mm-hmm. of an unfortunate episode with chili. And so it, you, you really do, if there's an, a chance that a stomach bug is going to touch you, you've got to think carefully yeah. about what what you're you're willing to part with for a while after the fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And I, I wasn't willing to give up Chipotle. Like I, I, I like it. It's an easy go to. Mm-hmm. It's a fast food option that I feel like is is just easy, but still good. And so I thought I, I don't want that to be dead to me. But I will say I did not end up getting it. It was the good news was is it really was a less than 24 hour bug. Um, but boy, it was it was bad. Now, you're not a, like a, a huge fast food eater. You don't like a ton of fast food. I don't like pretty much Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I'll eat Chick-fil-A. I'll eat Chipotle. Um, I'll eat Whataburger on occasion. Mm-hmm. But that's really it. That's really, I mean, unless I'm just desperate, that's it. Yeah, I would say I, I like Chick-fil-A. I, I'm not as much of a Whataburger fan as you are, but I do like Zaxby's. Um, do y'all have mm-hmm. Zaxby's in Texas? We are just starting to get them, but we don't have one in San Antonio. Okay. Or at least if we do, we don't have one anywhere near me. So okay. I have never had a Zaxby's. Okay. I like Zaxby's. I like Chick-fil-A. Um, but I also, I love Chipotle. Like I, mm-hmm. I really, for some reason, I guess because it compared to everything else, you can look at it and go, well, this is relatively fresh food. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, it's okay. one of those things. I don't get it every week, but I could get it every week. You know what I mean? Like without mm-hmm. getting tired of it. Because you can change up your combinations of things. You know, yes. you can you can get different meats. You can get vegetables or not. You can get different kinds of beans. You can get different kinds of rice. I love their yes. rice. I love mm-hmm. their, their guacamole is pretty dependable. 
Um, I mm-hmm. love that green salsa, the medium salsa they have, I think is delicious. Their corn mm-hmm. salsa is good. I don't know. Yeah. I think I find it to be a, 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 an excellent option. I agree. Now, what do you normally get? Do you have like a normal, like your usual order? I do. Um, here's okay, my, what is it? My usual order at Chipotle is I like a bowl. I like a, a chicken mm-hmm. bowl with just a little bit of brown rice. I don't want a lot of your rice. Just okay. a little bit, just to sort of dust the bottom of the bowl. Then I mm-hmm. want chicken. I want black beans. Then I want medium salsa, corn salsa, um, cheese, and guacamole. I do not want sour cream okay. to touch it anywhere. You know, I don't like yeah. sour cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want yeah. sour cream to touch it. And then I typically get chips so that as I eat it, I can, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, uh, it's kind of like an appetizer spread. You can have a chip with some chicken. Yeah. You can have a yeah. chip with some guacamole, a chip with some cheese. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What, what okay. about you? Okay. Um, I do, Caroline and I discovered over the summer, they had, if you go, went online, they had all the U.S. women's soccer players had a bowl and we both really enjoyed the Rose Lavelle bowl is what uh, Caroline introduced oh. me to. Um, which is chicken, brown rice, black beans, the fresh tomato salsa, and the roasted chili corn salsa, and yes. then some romaine lettuce, and then the guacamole, but on the side. Okay. So, so that's not essentially, yeah, I get, that's what I get, except I don't yeah. do the lettuce and I add cheese. Okay. And then I really like, also, I have since, because now they have carne asada, Mm -hmm. and I will say their carne asada is delicious. And so I have, because, you know, chicken for me, I like that chicken because it's seasoned and it's cut up. But now that the carne asada is there, I've never liked just their steak as much, but the carne asada is delicious. I haven't tried it. It's really good. Now, I will say, you know what I like about their chicken? It's really well done. Like, I can't, I don't, if you're going to present chicken as an option... And mm-hmm. the center of that chicken breast is going to be in any way, like, resistant to a fork because yeah. it's, it's still too, I don't know. I like chicken, not burned, but I don't, I don't need it to, to be juicy at all. No, no, <laughs> uh-uh. Nope, nope. Dry that sucker out. I, I like, so I, I cook that chicken all day long. All day long. So I often will tell people when I get chicken on things, I would like my chicken well done. I want it well mm-hmm. done. And yeah. Chipotle is great at the well done chicken. That's what I appreciate. Yeah. One of the things I appreciate about them. Yeah, and, and I totally I, agree. I think it's because they could cook it on a grill and not just on a cooktop, but oh, I, I don't know. It's good. I didn't realize that we yeah. both, we both shared Chipotle affection. No, I didn't know that either. That mm-hmm. feels like that'll be a new option for us to go eat on those late nights when we're in a random town and can't find anything to eat. David does not like it as much as I do. Alex likes it okay, but mm-hmm. um, he's still young enough where Moe's holds some appeal for him. Moe's okay. holds no appeal for me. And no. But I think Chipotle is really good. And you don't yeah. feel great See, after it, you eat it either. No interesting because see perry doesn't really care for it like he could so it's really become something that caroline and i pick up when it's just us um because he does not really care for the chipotle but i'm telling you that carne asada i'm i'm not getting paid by chipotle to say this but i'm saying that the flavor of the meat is it's not as good but it's in the same realm to me is lupe tortillas (gasps) beef fajitas oh those are so good Right? It's that super like seasoned. It's good. Okay. It's like it's tender and it's good. It's a, I highly recommend it. Dude, that's so funny you say that because, you know, I was at my friend Marion's about a month ago in Houston. And that Friday night we got Lupe Tortilla for supper. 
And mm-hmm. I thought, this has to be the best fajita steak in all the land. It's yeah. so delicious. And so now, it is. so you have completely determined what my next Chipotle order will be because I'm, yeah. I'm going to chase after that. Yeah, you'll like it. It's good. It's good. I am so happy to interrupt this episode to tell you about something that Melanie and I love a lot, and that is FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full size, not little trial size, but full size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products that are sent straight to your doorstep each season. And the 2019 FabFitFun Winter Box is on sale now. Listen, it changed my life just a little bit, primarily because inside there was a Kate Somerville moisturizer that I was so happy to try because I love her products. And then also these house shoes that are so cozy. They're cable knit on the outside and they're furry on the inside by PJ Salvage. And I never want to live without them. I want to have them for the rest of my life. Plus a host of other goodies inside the Winter Fab Fit Fun box. And these boxes sell out fast, so you want to sign up for yours today. Y'all, it's like Christmas four times a year. It is delightful to come home in the afternoon or to walk outside on your front stoop in the afternoon and see that your FabFitFun box has been delivered. I like to have a moment when I open mine. I like to be alone in my kitchen. I like to take each thing out, examine it, ponder it, and then I like to try it. So much fun. The Winter Box is the perfect way to treat yourself or to treat others if you want to give it as a gift. FabFitFun boxes retail for $49.99 but always have a value of over $200. And you can use the coupon code BIGBOO, B-I-G-B-O-O, for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. So, FabFitFun.com and get $10 off your first box by using the coupon code BIGBOO. You're going to love it. It is fab. It is fit. (laughs) And it is fun. That is what I will say. Fabfitfun.com. Big, big. So I have been wearing contact lenses for a suite forever since I was about 14 years old. And I know firsthand how important it is to evaluate from time to time and find out if there's a better brand or a newer brand that would be healthier for your eyes. It's a hassle sometimes though to go to the doctor and to get a new prescription or to pay a ton more for new lenses. And that is why I am so happy to tell you about Simple Contacts because they have a game-changing service that might just be exactly what you have been looking for. Simple Contacts has made it super easy and affordable to find the most comfortable and high quality contacts for your eyes. And you can do this from anywhere without a visit to the doctor's office. And best of all, you can try new lenses for 10 days to see how they fit. Normally you'd have to cover the cost of shipping, but there's an exclusive offer for our Big Boo audience. And all you have to do is visit simplecontacts.com slash bigboutrial and use the code bigboutrial at checkout and you'll get your 10 day trial completely free. So if you love them, get your new lenses starting at just $1 a day. I don't think it gets any easier or more affordable than that. So here's how it works. You'll start off, you'll complete a questionnaire, you'll tell the Simple Contacts people about the contacts that you currently wear, and then you take an eye test from your phone. 
It's so neat. The test will tell you how far away to stand and then you read one of those eye chart thingies. And that is so the doctors at Simple Contacts can check your vision. Then Simple Contacts will recommend a daily disposable lens based on your eyes, your preferences, the brand that you wear right now. And then best of all, you get to try those lenses out. You use the promo code BIGBOOTRIAL, T-R-I-A-L, to get a free 10 day trial because you don't wanna to commit to something for your eyes before you try them. And then if you like them, that is great because the prices start at just $1 a day. If you'd rather go back to your old brand, that's no problem. They can hook you up with that. Here's the thing, Simple Contacts only sells doctor-recommended lenses from established brands like Johnson & Johnson. I do need to mention, however, that the Simple Contacts vision test isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You definitely still need to do that. I just did that this past summer. But don't just take it from me. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 8,000 times on Google and the Apple App Store, which is pretty impressive. So check out Simple Contacts at simplecontacts.com slash trial and enter the code trial to get your 10-day trial for free. Here we go. Back to episode 164. Now, what about y'all? What else do y'all have going on? Well, um... I mean, really, we're kind of headed into, Alex is headed into exams start this week. So he's going to be busy with school and Billy Joel practice. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. So yesterday they learned um, the parts for the longest time. And I said, do, oh. do you know how to sing parts? Because I don't listen. <laughs> and he said, I do. I said, well, what are you singing? He said, I sing bass. I said, okay. Um, oh. But apparently my friend Casey was the one teaching him the parts. And she said that he really did understand how to sing a part. So I was happy about that. Okay. So anyway. So, so he, does he get to be the one that does for the longest? <laughs> like in the I don't know. I just, okay. I hope so. We'll see. So too. Um, so anyway, all that to say, we don't have a super busy week ahead. Um, I did this morning, this is Sunday when we're recording, and I did this morning before church, I did apply my um, Cabaret Premier Mascara for the first time. Oh, and did you discover, did you unlock the secret to French beauty? <laughs> I, I feel like it, that was a bold claim. Um, okay. <laughs> but here's what I will tell you. I will say the brush is very interesting because it's not... A thick brush, like you're not going to get a voluminous lash out of it. You're mm -hmm. not going to get a lot of volume, but you are going to get a lot of definition. It's one of those brushes where the bristles are real close to the brush, and it almost feels like you're using a tiny little comb on your lashes. Oh. And okay. so for my lashes that are very fine, and you might also say sparse, um, yes. <laughs> It was a, it's a good brush for me, you know, like it's okay. uh, because it doesn't load the eyelashes down with mascara. So okay. I don't know how as the day goes on, let me look in the mirror and see. It hasn't smudged. So that's a plus. That's good. I don't I don't know as the day goes on how I will continue to feel about it. But but I will say as I used it this morning, I thought, OK, this is a brush made for eyelashes like mine. So I feel like that's that's good. OK. I think that's good. I think that's good. Well, and you think you could even dip that brush into another mascara Indeed. if need be. Yes. You know? Yes, I could. So I think that it's it's gonna be something I'll enjoy. I don't I don't know okay. for how long, you know, it's 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 mm -hmm. it's a lot to commit to a mascara for me, but 
I yeah. did remember though, is that after I ordered the the cabaret premiere mascara, yes, by Vivian Sabo, um, yes, I did see it popped up in my Amazon, like also ordered or related items or whatever the it superhero mascara that I that I tried and loved, and I mm-hmm. thought, oh, mm-hmm. I need to get another tube of that too. So okay, okay. So, you know, this is just one of the things, it's kind of a hobby for me, sort of like watching college football. Trying mascara yes. is one of my hobbies. So, yeah. Well, it's like me trying skincare because I have ordered a new, I have a new skincare product. Oh. Um, I don't think anybody will be surprised to know. Um, and I, so I need, in the, in the winter, as you and I have discussed, Alex must have come in and she, she feared it was a stranger. Okay. Um, so I started following an account and I can't even remember exactly how I found her. I want to say I found her through Madison Nelson, who is a fashion type lifestyle blogger in Dallas who owns okay. a shop called Tallulah that I love to shop from. I'm going to go down this train. And then I think she mentioned it. And then somebody else maybe had messaged me and said, do you follow skin by Blair on Instagram? And I said, I don't, but I will now. <laughs> so Blair, Blair is the owner of Skin by Blair, which mm-hmm. is actually located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Home of the she, belt bowl, just to bring that all back full circle for everybody. Don't, don't think that we aren't going to bring it all back around. And uh-huh. I'm going to tell you that she's also followed by Emily Maynard of <gasps> The Bachelorette. Yes. Okay. Um but she has a she develops her own skincare products and she has a new cream moisturizer called Cream de la Blair, as in like Cream de la Mer. Like, but it's right. a, it's a more affordable option. But it has all the same ingredients. It's got the hyaluronic acid, it has the niacinamide, which is good for rosacea and redness. It's just super rich and it comes in like a little jar that's got the air pump so like you just it comes up through the top so you're not dipping your fingers in there which I've become really weird about okay um and so anyway I've been using that morning and night and I really like it it's very hydrating um it just it feels really good when my skin is super dry okay I just pulled it up on the internet Mm -hmm. wow yeah yeah, skin by Blair. So um, I'm a fan, but she has a lot of other products. That's just the only one that I've tried because it just happened to come up that people were talking about it at a time that I was like, I need, because I still love my rosehip oil and I love that. I still use my, so I put on my Sunday Riley vitamin C serum in the morning and then I let that soak in. And then I put on my skin by Blair cream. Then I let that soak in. Then I put on my sunscreen. Okay. So listen. Never let it be said that Melanie Shankwell does not enjoy a process. No, I, and I need a process. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, moisture, your skin needs the moisture. So, and I've been putting it on my neck more because I did, I had to do a video interview the other day on Skype and I was real sad about the way my neck looked on the screen. Seriously, your neck looks great. I don't know. It looked a little crinkly. So <laughs> I had to... <laughs> just looked like it needed some she moisture to get you a clippy get back there yeah. and <laughs> yes try to stretch pull it, it back, back. Mm-hmm. 
So, but I'm glad that I have it because, you know, I've said I'm going to be in New Hampshire this week and it's going to be very cold there. And so my skin is going to need a lot of moisture. Well, I have been trying, um, you know, I, I think I've mentioned several times that my under eye area is really humbling at this point in my life. Yes. It is really, it, any day where you're feeling particularly good about yourself, you could take a gander in this direction. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. so... Um, one of my <laughs> Sephora orders, I got a sample of the Drunk Elephant Sea Tango Multivitamin Eye Cream. Oh, okay. So I've been using that in the mornings when, it, when I put on my um, Sunday Riley Vitamin C. And then I put mm-hmm. on this Drunk Elephant Sea Tango Multivitamin Eye Cream and let that set. And then I, uh, I'll put sunscreen and all that on after. Um, but I really like it. Like, it's... It's gentle enough that it doesn't, sometimes, you know, under eye creams can make your eyes water or they sting or Mm -hmm. whatever. And this has, um, well, it says it has eight peptides. I don't know what they are. I don't need to know. You just tell me it has eight peptides and I believe it to be effective. Um, It has five forms of vitamin C, which is my favorite skincare Mm -hmm. um, nutrient, I guess you would call it. And then cucumber extract for firmer, stronger looking skin around the eye area. And I don't know that it looks better necessarily, but it feels better. Like I just feel like I'm not quite so hollowed out under there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's real smooth. And I had felt like it was, it was, that's where I had felt it was getting a little crinkly. So um, anyway, I like it. I don't, I I don't know that it's, um, you know, going to, dial the hands of time back 10 years or anything like that but as far as something that feels good and doesn't aggravate my skin and doesn't aggravate my eyes and seems to help I like it so I'm gonna order the full size when I finish my trial for sure okay that's good now I just read and I have not tried this but somebody was saying the other day as we're talking about our undry area um some I follow so many beauty fashion bloggers that I can't even begin to tell you who it was but some Somebody was talking about that everybody loves the tart shape tape, but that for women of a more mature age, that may not be the best option because it's awfully heavy. Okay. Um, and it can get in your little creases and actually make them look worse. And they suggested the NARS Creamy Concealer might be a better option. Looking at it right now, because, you know, I use shape tape right now. And I have thought sometimes, is this too heavy for me? Like, considering how thin the skin is under my eyes at this point, is this too heavy a product for me? So Yeah. Well, they recommended the NARS Creamy Concealer and said that it is a creamier one. And so it's the whole thing. I think it's the difference of, you know, how like a cream eyeshadow is supposed to look better on us now than a than a powder eyeshadow. Yes. Um, it just, it gets, it, it doesn't get into the lines as much as maybe a shape tape, which is heavier. Okay, well, I just looked, and there is a, there's a mini on Sephora that you can buy for $13. And I okay. always like, if I if something like that, if I can try a smaller one, I'd like yes. to, just because mm-hmm. then you have a great thing for travel or whatever, but it it it's better than like spending the whole 30 bucks or whatever on a full size. Yeah. So I think I'll order one. I think I will yeah, get me one I of think- these. Let us know, because I thought that was a good tip. I know I may do the same because I was like, okay, that's good to know. Um, I don't really get dark under eye circles, so I don't I don't worry about that part as much. Um, I have other issues, you know, my redness, <laughs> my rosacea, my hyperpigmentation. But, 
And I will say, I went to go get a facial a week ago, and the girl was like, okay. And so she turned on the real bright light, and she was like, I'm going to look at your skin. And she goes, now you do have some sun damage on your forehead and here on your cheeks, which I'm like, yeah, I know. She goes, but it does appear to be fading. And I was like, that's that's my vitamin C. I think it's the vitamin C. Okay. Well, I'm going to get me the vanilla creamy concealer mini that's for fair skin with subtle pink undertones. Okay. And let's see how think, it goes. Okay. Well, we can't, we'll be all waiting to hear back. Can I add to basket? You know, mm-hmm. if you are a Sephora shopper, and I know some people prefer Ulta. Um, I like Sephora because I just seem to go there more. But um, if you are in their rewards program, this is the period of time until from now until I think December the 17th. There's a, um, a, you can get, if you're VIB, which is what I am, you get $20 off $75 or more. If you're Jamie Golden, uh-huh. they essentially yeah. throw products at you when you walk in the door and yeah. say, thank you so much for your patronage. Yeah. But, you get any, you get anything you want. Not really, but she deserves it. Uh-huh. She's, she's sent a lot of business their way. I feel like. Yes, she has. Mm-hmm. Yes, she has. Okay. Anything so. else? Any other, any other pressing developments before we wrap up? Well, the th- third season of uh, Mrs. Maisel came yes, out this weekend, yes. and I'm on the third episode, um, and it's as delightful as ever. I feel like this season has started off quirkier than ever, which is saying something because it's already mm-hmm. a quirky show, um, but I I just love it so much. I could watch it just to see what they have on, like to see what she and her mom wear in the outfits is just, to me, the best part. There's a one of the, in the opening episode, she's performing at a USO show and she just has on this dress that is just maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen. Mm. Like it's just, it's so, um, I don't know. I just love the whole thing. So it's good. It's, I highly recommend if you haven't watched Miss Maisel, you need to watch it. Um, but if you are waiting to start the third season, it's really, really good. Um, I have a recommendation that it's not a show, but I mentioned okay. it on Instagram last week, I think, but Nicole Nordman, has a new Christmas album out. It's called Fragile. And, yes. Or if you live in England, Fragile. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it is so beautiful and mm-hmm. so soothing. And there's nothing about it that's screamy or that's... Yes. Hey, Christmas! Like, there's none of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so reflective and there is a song, I think it's the third song on the album, that's called Maybe, which uh, we yeah. could all probably project situations in our own lives onto the lyrics, mm-hmm. but it's about a relationship that's clearly long running and deep, but difficult. And mm-hmm. about the kind of the the hope that Jesus brings to that situation. Um, and it doesn't try to wrap it all up with a pretty bow. The Mm -hmm. lyrics are so stinking gorgeous. And I think that's what I love the most about her music and have for a really long time is, you know, there's that whole thing you can either tell or you can show. And she shows like she illustrates scenarios and um, conflicts Mm -hmm. and dilemmas and all that kind of stuff. So well with her lyrics, she does very little telling. She does so much showing. And so I just yeah. I love, love, love the lyrics and the vibe and the whole thing. So it's a, it's a fine one if you um, are looking for some new Christmas music this year. I totally agree. You texted me last week and you were like, you, this is right up your alley. And you were mm. right because that I do love, you know, I love a mellow Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love a, I, 
I love a peaceful Christmas mm-hmm. um, music, and it was—it's just beautiful. It's and her voice is so gorgeous anyway, but it yes. really is good. Um, and I love a mix of songs that I know and songs that I don't know Me for too. Christmas. Me too. Yeah. And she's really good. She's just a light out writer is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. She is a, yeah. a, an unbelievable writer. So you take that that crazy writing gift she has and that gorgeous voice. And then I think it was Michael Gungor produced this album, which I loved those albums too. And so it's got that kind of ethereal sound. Mm-hmm. Man, it's good. Whew, it's yeah, good. it is good. It is really good. Yeah, you're right. Um, oh, I have one more thing. This okay. is so on the Christmas thing. Okay, this is the most random thing, but I had to share because we've talked a lot about candles and scents in recent podcasts. Yes, holiday candles. Um, holiday candles. Mm-hmm. So I um, I have a little group at the high school that I'm mentoring this year. Yes. And it's a group of all boys. And um, I laughed because one of them messaged Caroline on Thursday night and said, hey, what can we get your mom for Christmas? And so (laughs) I I know. And so um, she said she likes candles and or a Starbucks gift card or whatever. And so anyway, these boys got me this candle and I had no idea what it was. And I was like, whatever. So it's called Woodwick is the brand and it's Frasier. Have you had, have you tried it? It's Fraser fur. I have not had the Fraser fur, but the Woodwick candles, if that is not a, a whole sensory experience into and unto yes. itself, it's so great. I had great. no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. So it's got that little Woodwick, which yes. I guess is where the name comes from. So it crackles as it burns. Yes. Um, and it burns so evenly, but they got me the Fraser fur and I'm not normally one. I'm like, meh, like whatever, but it smells so good. It smells so Christmassy. Um, but not overly like it. And so I looked it up cause I was like, where bed, bath and beyond is okay. where you can get them. Um, they also have one when I looked up that's called smoke. So, you know, I'm going to need mm. to try that, but I don't know yet if it smells good, <laughs> but I feel really good about it. Yeah. But the woodwick candles and they're actually on sale at bed, bath and beyond right now, but they, I am such a fan. Well, that's a great recommendation because that's a good accessible candle. You know what I mean? Like it's in, it's in a lot of places. They're probably on Amazon too, I would guess. So mm-hmm. um, I love the way those candles sound. It's hypnotic almost. Yeah. You know, one, one thing we did this year and because I love the fresh balsam candles from Bath and Body Works, but I can only let them burn for just a little bit before I'm overwhelmed by it. Like I just, yeah. I can, it's like I can smell it in my eyes. Yeah. And so this year, when I can't remember, I was doing something and David was running errands and I said, well, you run by Bath and Body Works and get me some, um, some fresh balsam wallflowers, which is like their plug-in things, essentially. I was just, gonna, I wanted to try okay. them. And mm-hmm. um, so, of course, he came home with, as most husbands would, he came home with about 20 of them. You know, like, okay. yeah. You, well, yeah. you, you said you wanted them. I mean, mm-hmm. why, yeah. why would you get two when you could have a lot? Exactly. So, um Anyway, so we have done those wallflowers kind of in different places in the house. And I have found that I really have not, I have not been doing the candles as much because it's a much more subtle smell. Like it's Mm, just, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But you, but I love it. I have loved it so much. So if anybody is, would like a little bit more subtle, um, smell of a tree or any of sort of the traditional Christmas scents, I highly recommend the wallflowers from Bath and Body Works with okay. a fresh balsam um, 
little, it's not called a plug-in. I don't know what they're called, but anyway, but I've really loved it. So, so the house smells good kind of everywhere, but not super strong everywhere. Okay. Okay. Well, that is good to know. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of ways to make your house smell delightful at Christmas time. Yes. All right. Well, this has been more fun, as Martha would say. It has been more fun. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening, everybody. All right. And we will be back next week. So we will talk to y'all soon. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Ow.